welcome to the very first Little Life Lessons podcast with me, Tasha the Moonchild. Let's see what life lesson I've got for you and how it can hopefully help you too. So, for the first ever Little Life Lessons podcast, today I want to talk to you all about self-care. Because prior to lockdown, I wrongly assumed that self-care was all around spa days and massages and kind of getting hair done, getting nails done. And it is those things, but it isn't just those things. So during lockdown, I was working from home full time. I was trying to homeschool Josh, which was very difficult, not going to lie. I am not a teacher. And then I decided in my infinite wisdom, I'm going to set up a business as well. So as you can imagine, I burnt out really, really quickly. (laughs) So then I had to discover some smaller self-care practices um, that would refill my cup. And my therapist um, explained the cup thing to me in a different way. So I always tell people, that if you refill your cup, you've got more to give to other people. So if you're filling your cup, if you're doing your self-care activities, if you're keeping on top of your mental health, when somebody needs to take something out of your cup to support them, then funnily enough, you've got plenty to give. But my therapist also said that it works the other way. So if everybody's got a cup, There's only so much that you can deal with before it all starts spilling over. And how she explained it to me is that for the last 18 months, what I'd actually been doing is I'd been trying to do too much for too many different people that my cup was spilling out all over the place and it was constantly boiling and bubbling over. So self-care for me is about not just the little things, but also the big things that we can do for ourselves. So on the small side, during lockdown in particular, one thing that I really, really struggled with because I was already home was shutting off work mode and getting into like mum mode and home mode. So very quickly, one of the things I did that the second it hit five o'clock, what I would do is I would come upstairs, I would get changed and then I'd do a very quick meditation. Now, sometimes it was literally a two minute pause meditation but it helped me get out of one headspace and into another. Then I discovered things like journaling where I could figure out, you know, some of the millions of thoughts that I was having at the time to figure out what was important and where I needed to take action. I used meditation more and more. So I would do it in the morning. I would do it at lunchtime. I would do it in the evenings and I would do it before bed because it was bringing me some much needed calm that I needed. I then discovered um, that I really, really like um, word searches, which I know sounds bonkers, but I can't do crosswords. They are far too much for me, too much brain power. Give me a word search though. Absolutely love that. So then I was doing those. So I was doing lots of little things to help me with my mental health, which if I'm honest, was rock bottom because I was trying to be too much to too many people. And then I discovered that it was also about the bigger things. So it's not just about the everyday things that keeps that cup cup topped up. 
it's also about the bigger thing. So it is about taking time out for yourself. So one thing that I did was I noticed that my self-care was always in the evenings when it didn't impact on anybody or nobody needed me. So I would wait until Josh was in bed and I would wait until the sandwiches were done and I would wait until everything was sorted and then I'd go, right, now I can take my self-care. And then I thought, actually, no, I'm not I'm not going to keep doing that. So for a long time, I would have my Sunday self-care. So on a Sunday afternoon, what I would do is I would have a bath in the middle of the day and I would ban them both from the bathroom and say, this is my time. There's a toilet downstairs, use it. I don't want to be interrupted. So for that hour, I would soak in the bath. I would pamper myself a little bit with either a face mask or some bath salts or some bubbles. And I would listen to an audiobook or a podcast or I'm well away from the water. I'd watch some TV and that was my time. And I didn't feel guilty for it. But it also felt quite indulgent because I was finally taking some self-care time for me when somebody could need me. But I wanted them to learn that I'm not always quite so readily available for them. And that worked really well because it's not about me first. It's about me too. So again, if you think about if you think about the cup, the more that you're filling your own cup, the more that you can be a better person for other people when they need you. However, self-care isn't always around the little things, it's about the bigger things as well. And that's that's the big lesson that I've learned is that the the small bits are great and they keep you topped up, but if you really want to push yourself in your self-care and put yourself to the top of your priority list, you need to do big things. So 18 months ago, I won a ticket to Restfest, which was in Worthing. And my first instinct said, no, you can't go there. It's too far away. You've never driven that far. What are you going to do about Josh? What's Neil going to do? So I declined the ticket. And then literally 10 minutes later, I thought, why have I done that? So I messaged um, the lady back, Naomi back, and I said, I'm going to take that ticket and I'm going to make this work. And I did. So I've never driven that far on my own before, ever. I managed to take wrong, one wrong turn. I also got a parking ticket. Um, but because I'd done it once, I knew I could do it again. And for me, that was the start of something really, really special because I said yes to myself. I said yes to something that I really, really wanted to do. And that set the wheels in motion for me to do it again. So I drove all that way. I drove all the way back. I had the best time. Um, I also met Lucy. Um, big shout out to Lucy, um, who has encouraged me to do this podcast as well. Um, met her for the first time. And then it opened the door for other things. So since then, since I I jumped, I didn't step out of my comfort zone. I jumped out of my comfort zone into my growth zone so last year I went to Womanifest in Cheshire knew nobody I am so socially awkward I can't even begin to tell you I'm great on lives I'm great online I'm I think this is one of the reasons why I love the podcast because I can just talk and there's no pressure 
but you put me in a room with actual people and I'll be the one in the corner usually stuffing my face with some kind of food um, on my phone reading a book doing anything else because I'm so socially awkward it's ridiculous went to Woe Manifest and met the lovely Lisa and yeah had a great time had an absolutely great time but again going down to Restless opened the door for me to do that and I'm doing it again this year which I'm super excited about and then let's talk about I always forget what it's called it's a book event in Liverpool so one of my favorite self-care activities is reading I love getting lost in somebody else's world I very much read kind of young adult fantasy and if I'm honest quite a bit spicy books and I love to get lost in them I love it it's my favorite self-care activity so I've been obsessed with uh, these sisters since November did I start reading them so there was a seven book series book eight came out after I'd started reading them then there was a prequel series of five books then there's a um, sequel series which I haven't started yet um so when they said that they were going to Liverpool for a book event my first thought was nope can't do that it's too far it's too expensive I have to get all the books what about Neil what about Josh and then again very quickly went no this is something for me I might not get this opportunity again I don't know if they're going to be at any other events in the UK I'm going to go and I have (laughs) I've spent 60 pounds on books because what I did was knowing that there was a load of authors going I started reading from some of the other authors as well and ended up with three different books by three different authors that I wanted signing and again it opened the door for me to do that because driving new places makes me really really nervous if I don't know where to park, if I don't know where to go, I get really, really stressed out. But again, because I've done it not once, not twice, but three times already, I know that I can do it. So for this, my first ever podcast, the biggest life lesson that I've learned that I want you to learn too is that self-care is important and it isn't just about the small everyday things it's the big things that you should be saying yes to because there will always be barriers there will always be reasons why you can't do something but just say yes just say yes if it's something that you want if it's something that you love if it's something that you're going to get a lot out of if it's going to push you out of your comfort zone into your growth zone so that you can do more things go and do it so I would love to know what you can say yes to what opportunities have come your way that you've regretted and what can you do differently next time so that you can say yes because that's what self-care all is all about it's all about saying yes to you what you want and what you need As well as sharing my little life lessons with you, each episode I'm also going to share something that's available on my website, tashathemoonchild.bigcartel.com or through my Amazon shop because I have lots of tools available to help you help yourself. 
So today, I'd like to talk to you about journaling because I'd wanted to give it a go for a while, but I could never find the right journal for me. They were too rigid, too structured. So I decided to create my own and I'm so glad I did because journaling has absolutely saved my sanity over the last few years. So instead of giving you set journal prompts, what I've actually done is create over 30 pages of journaling tools for you to pick and choose from. So one day you could check in with your emotions and use the emotional scale. Another, you could try a gratitude practice. You could decide to journal along with the eight moon phases. The point is that you can find what works for you when you need it. My journals help you journal your own way and are available on Amazon so you can buy one for yourself or as a pick-me-up for someone else. You'll find the link in the notes and happy journaling. Thank you for listening to the first ever episode of Little Life Lessons with me, Tasha the Moonchild. I'd love to know your thoughts and what resonated for you, so please leave me a comment if you feel called to do so. Otherwise, don't forget to subscribe and I'll see you next time for another Little Life Lesson.